and welcome to episode 137 of NOLA Time. My name is Robert Velez, and with me, it's the most interesting man in the world, Jolia. What's good, No Low Time? Obed, good to be with you again, my friend. I'm loving the Sonic shirt, by the way. Good to see you, man. Yeah, yeah, I have had this one for a while. I usually just use it because it's comfortable. <laughs> it's a comfortable shirt to stay at home. It's, it's good. It's the yeah. best part of staying at home, right? You can wear oh, your graphic yeah. tees every day. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I've been trying. See, when I'm at home, I, we got a lot of tees from work. So, like, when I'm, when, when I'm, like, working from home, I would wear those just so I don't wear out this once. It's fair. <laughs> you know, it's you, fair. Gotta, you gotta balance it out, man. And, uh, I mean, graphic, graphic tees are cheap. You can find them, you know, yeah. two for 20 or whatever uh, at Kohl's or, you know, Target. But uh, I like to take care of them. You know, I still have, uh, and I've wore them uh, before on the show, like, from oh, yeah. uh, 2007, um, Star Wars weekends and two, yeah, 2007 and, and still looks and great. Yeah, they still look good, man. Yeah, I, you know, I think good care of my, my stuff, sir. No, but it takes good I, care. I think, I think pride on, I think pride on that. But also, not to get off topic, but also <laughs> with like, I think you and I are the kind of guys like, okay, so not all nerds are just neck beards and cargo shorts. Like, we're oh. the kind of guys <laughs> that like, we also like to dress quite nice like if we go out we're not just going to go out in a cargo shorts and a graphic tee like you know <laughs> dress dress well take care of yourself so i encourage you nerds that, that's your that's your uh, wisdom for the day absolutely absolutely look good guys look good you know you don't know what uh what kind of uh creature you may attract so uh just putting it out there gentle gen- gentle sirs and ladies too you know just take that uh, but yeah, Joe, good to see you again, buddy. Uh, it's yeah, been uh, it's been a week. Uh, we've been we've been talking through through memes here and there this week, but not a lot of contact. I've been at home for most of the week. I took some time off, so it's been pretty good so far. We're getting ready to make some changes to this room. Hopefully, that don't backfire on me. So we'll see. Hey man, got you gotta do what you gotta do. It's working from home. You 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 use that extra travel time, that extra whatever time that you usually lose. You use that time to make some home improvements, and, Dude, and that, I've been doing the same. My my travel time has been game time, yeah. basically, because yeah. you know I I on average uh, I would spend like an hour and a half commuting, um, and I've been uh, so that's an hour and a half that I spend gaming in the morning, basically. Uh, I mean, an hour and a half between the, you know, the, the back and forth. So um, I've definitely taken advantage of that time and, and putting some game time out there. So, uh, yeah, especially uh, checking out with that Battlefront again, man. There's, a, uh, I guess, yeah. three million players, man. Like last week, I heard it's rooms are packed, man. I got I, I got actually like it's, it's been a while, but I got like first I got first place on a, on a match. Yesterday, uh, not yesterday. Yeah, yesterday, yesterday morning. So I was like, oh, I feel pretty good, man. Sniping all the noobs. I mean, well, I granted that I was, I was, pl- we were playing as Empire. I was on the Empire okay. team, uh, and I, I started playing as the, uh, as officer, as I, as I usually do, and, and then moved on into Death Trooper. So it's like, Death Trooper is still very OP. It's been definitely nerfed. Um, they nerfed that grenade, that Sonic grenade. Uh, they nerfed that uh, pretty uh, 
pretty good because they added the uh, like the radar feature to the um, to the infiltrator class. Is it agent or something that they call it? Yeah, uh, it's the infiltrator class, and and they've added a, a radar feature to all of those on on every um, uh, on every team. <clears throat> so they took that ability for that sonic grenade to actually ping people in the map. Um, so that's a, it's a shame. And they've also changed the blaster. It's the proper blaster now. I mean, it's, it's, it's the actual blaster that the death troopers had in a, in the movies or, or at least in rogue one. So they, they've nerfed that. It's a, it's a little bit slower. Although you can now, now run with, uh, with the, uh, with the overheat or overpower or whatever they call it. So, so it's pretty good. That's but right. Yeah. Troopers already have terrible aim. <laughs> oh, not in this game. <laughs> not in. <laughs> so, not... <laughs> so the, they've gone against <laughs> the traditional Star Wars cinematic green, and they actually gave you good aim. Four out of ten. It's not realistic <laughs> at all. <clears throat> Some troopers actually hit stuff now. Nice, nice. Um, but yeah, dude. Uh, uh, other, other than that, other than, than than gaming, I finished Rebels. So, um, you know what, before we talk, we, we go into that because we can probably segue into, into something else. Um, that's pretty much what I've, uh, what I've done for the week. Other than I, I did get some upgrades for, for Father's Day. I actually, <clears throat> actually now have a, uh, a really nerdy full RGB mechanical keyboard nice um so the uh this is the racer black widow so it makes makes clicky sounds i like i really like it and i also and i also went with a racer wireless mouse uh the basilisk uh x hyperspeed uh very good mouse too um i'm using it on bluetooth right now because i also fixed my bluetooth my bluetooth um i i rage quit that that Bluetooth module. So I mentioned it last week, right? Right. Uh, then Friday morning, I started finagling around with the uh, with the Bluetooth thing again, and I got tired of it. I yanked it. I tossed it. Like I tossed it against the wall. Um, I, I don't. I don't know where it is right now. Maybe it's hidden somewhere. Um, but I went ahead and bought a TP Link uh, adapter, and that worked like right away. No problems with the mouse. No problem with the DualShock Four. Um, DualShock 4 itself, for some reason, depending on the game, will disconnect. So, um, but as long as I uh, run it through the 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 DS4 Windows uh, driver, it's it's fine. So that's fixed. I don't have to buy an Xbox controller. Ah, uh, because I, I I started looking at them. It's eighty bucks. It's expensive. Yeah. yeah. And I mean, for the amount of gaming that I'm doing on my machine. It's not worth half it. that price. You probably could have said, uh, you know, but it's, uh, you know, for what, and I understand why they're yeah. that expensive, like to some degree, but it's just, you know, yeah. yeah. Cause you get the dongle plus the controller, right. you know, the controllers by themselves are, you know, 65 or whatever, 50 something. If you buy, if you see them on sale, um, but it was not worth it. So I just spent 16 bucks on, on this new adapter and it worked. So, um, so pro tip, do not buy no brand Bluetooth adapters for your computers if you don't have one. So just go ahead and spend the money, get a TP-Link or, or I guess an Asus or 
the uh, other one I saw, the Pluggable, had really good reviews as well. Um, those you can find on Amazon for like ten bucks. But I, I just took the I just went ahead and went with a brand name because it's like I'm yeah. not gonna I'm not gonna wing it again and, and you know just waste money. So uh, pro tip on that. Uh, also, Joe, I don't know if I mentioned that I've been playing a Sonic game for a while now. Um, been playing with my daughter. Been playing Sonic Lost World. Uh, I got it. I got it for a PC back in like December. There was a a humble bundle that came with a bunch of Sonic games for like ten bucks. It was like ten games for ten bucks, and that was one of them. Pretty good game. That game. That game was a Wii U exclusive. Wow. <laughs> that then then was Wii released. U. Yeah, it was released later on PC. Um, a very it's it, it's it's cute. I like it. It's a it's a solid Sonic game. But I, it, you know, not just a Sonic game. It's, I think it's a solid little game, man. Um, yeah. Yeah. Now I remember it on 3DS. There was one on 3DS. Yep. 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 And um, the yeah, my daughter likes it. Uh, she can she can play it pretty good. And uh, we're we're almost at the end, so levels now are are getting uh, definitely harder for her. So so I've been doing most of the lifting uh, there, but uh, pretty decent game, man. Yeah, other than that, man, it's I, I've been just chilling. I really haven't watched anything. It, like I've been hitting that Final Fantasy VII again on hard mode. I'm almost done. I'm like, want to say about two, three hours away, maybe from the end. So I may I may finish it this weekend. Challenging, man. It's gets it's on hard mode, man. You can't use it, and not even. I, I don't think. Once you figure out that that your magic, that your your MP doesn't replenish on on uh, on rest points, um, I don't think the no items thing is a big deal. But when it comes to the the game itself, it's just that you take so much damage, man. It's like three times the damage compared to uh, just the standard mode, and uh, yeah. But uh, I'll let you go, and then we'll come back to rebels. Yeah, I mean, I really don't have much to say, so we'll be we'll be on Rebels in, in a second here. Um, you know, I, I've uh, obviously last week, like I mentioned, I took some time off, so this week, kind of getting back into the the busyness of stuff and, and keeping me pretty pretty uh, pretty well kept. Uh, I've gone back uh, and started rewatching Justice League Unlimited. Man, what a great show that was, dude! Like, and like at the time when I watched it, I'm just watching it. Um, you know, much younger than I am now. So I'm just, I just watched it and just had a great time, like just sitting back and enjoying it. But like looking at it now, understanding how many talented people were involved in that, in that show between the animators, obviously the creative, the voice talent. Um, geez, what, what, a, what a great show that was. It's a, it's something like that. Like I watch it now and I'm like, man, this, this could have easily had like seven seasons, <laughs> like, if they, but just it was probably too much. Right. But I mean, like, you know, it, it's great. I thought one of the great things about the the DC universe um, online subscription is going back and rewatching stuff like that. Uh, still staying up to date on up to date on Star Girl. Um, we're starting to get to that point now. The series where you can tell that we're approaching the the real meat of the show. Everyone's uh, kind of been introduced as you know, this is the team Star Girl in essence, the new JLA, right? The new the new the new Justice uh, Justice Society of America, rather. 
um, you know, this is kind of like the, the more newer group that they, they formed. And um, now we're going to, I think we're going to, we'll get more into that, that meat of the story and, and, and uh, the villains there. So I look forward to getting into that more. We got a better look at Grundy more recently. So that okay. was pretty, pretty exciting. I was waiting for that and, and I'm, I'm happy so far. I mean, it's like, understand it's a TV budget. We're not going to get super crazy movie stuff, but like for what it is, it's pretty cool. Um, yeah. Aside from that, man, um, I need to get back into to playing some games recently. I'm, Dude, like I really want to get in, get uh, Animal Crossing on my Switch. Everyone's talking about it, and I'm yeah. like, I think, I think that would be a nice casual play. You jump in in the morning or whatever, and pick up your Switch and play play Animal Crossing. It sounds like it's a perfect game for this kind of situation right now that the world's in this world health crisis. So yeah, I think I think that's one of the reasons why it did so well is because it came like just right at the beginning perfect. of it. Yeah. Yeah. Like the timing of it was impeccable, so I think that that's part of uh, part of the reason why it did it did so well when it came out, and it was a big hit. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah, that's all I got, man. Cool. All right, let's go to Rebels. Uh, that was quite the last episode, man. That was real, real good. That was real good. Um, and and just uh, just going back to to that last episode that I mentioned, and and you know uh what happened after that, but it, it, it was good. Um, still very, the, like the ending was, was very ambiguous, but at the same time, right. The, the timeline or, or the time frame, uh, that, that the, that the show actually ends in, mm-hmm. uh, yeah. Bitcoin coincides with, uh, with, with Mandal with Mandal- the Mandalorian. Mm-hmm. So that's uh, for sure. We're, we're definitely going to see the continuation of the story. Um, and I, I liked it. I liked it. Um, it's very unclear. Like uh, it, it's funny because when, uh, when, when they, when they took the ship, right. Uh, was it one of the clones? Was it Wolf and, uh, and that other kid that was hanging out with them or not Wolf. Yeah. Um, was it? Yeah, it was Wolf and, and, and the kid. Um, and they they went off on the ship uh, on the ghost. I was like, uh, they're gonna bring in the space whales because they're gonna make that filler episode important. You watch, you just watch this, and that's exactly what happened when they went back and got the space yeah. whales. Um, it kind of makes up for it well. Yeah, yeah, because that episode was not good. No, that episode was not good. Which is, it's great, right? When you have the opportunity to go back and actually give meaning. To do something that otherwise would seem like just a waste of time. Mm-hmm. Um, so that was that was really well done. Uh, I wish more shows, especially with anime, would do that. Like, like address the filler episode somehow. Uh, I mean, I think it was it was genius the way they did it. Um, so it was pretty good. And then, um, and then at the end, we see that Sabine goes off with Ahsoka to try and find Ezra. Uh, last we saw of Estra, uh, it, it's weird because the space whale broke through uh, the the bridge and and they were going out into space. I mean, can you survive light speed without proper like shielding? Right. Well, I mean, the space whales can, but you know, what about humans? Uh, so now that opens a whole can of worms when it comes to uh, you know interdimensional travel, which is technically what what uh, Lightspeed uh, in Star Wars 
uh, canon is. So, uh, but very good. Um, yeah. Any any thoughts on that? Because I, I mean, I, I just finished it and and I, I'm fresh. So I'm so glad you went back and and finished that and finished that out. Because now we can talk more in depth than just casual Star Wars conversation. But like, yeah, you remember this thing. So that's that's awesome. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It it was a really nice finale. Um, I remember my instant reaction at the because at the time we didn't have Mandalorian as an announced production thing. We just had this is the end of Rebels. I remember at that moment, it was like, okay, so eventually they're going to have to do another season of Rebels like or, or another show, at least that continues on that, that timeline because it's, it's, it's not yeah. like a, we're just ending this thing with like a hopeful, oh, they're still going to be doing missions and that's it. It's like, no, this is clearly a set. This is an ending that's like, this chapter's done of Rebels because it's not Rebels really anymore. Now it's like a more of a let's find Ezra storyline. And at that moment that Ahsoka comes walking off in that white suit, your staff uh, let's see go let's so, go uh, that's the, and i, and I want to know what the meaning behind that is right because uh, i don't know if it's out there or not i haven't looked for it so their their belief that i've always seen is that she actually did go back and become a jedi so like for the longest time we always assumed that she just cut herself off from the forest but then she got back to the forest because that's what we see in the, in the new clone Wars stuff and then she kind of was like what you know i know this is a, a a controversial term but the gray jedi kind of thing right at the end like, of clone wars oh, yeah that's what we right. got yeah. that's like the what most people assumed but after this newest most newest season came out especially and they start talking about um you know yoda asking you know are you ready to return as a jedi and she says not yet or almost something on those lines insinuating that she yeah. will but she just wasn't there yet um, many have believed that she does pick up, and there's again, there's stuff out there with the new season of Mandalorian. Be very careful, people. Like I'm not going to talk I'm not, about. Yeah, it. and I'm not. I'm not looking for. But it either. Yeah. it's very possible that she's gone back. Like you're, when she ignites her lightsaber again with after in Mandalorian, you might be. You might recognize that she's now a Jedi is what I would say and a, a new Jedi order at that, at that moment. And obviously that does tie into the larger, even what we see now with the, the sequels coming on after um, the original trilogy. So, yeah. 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 Um, hmm. I mean, I, I want to see, I, I want to see what happened. It was like who finished her training. Right. Cause Yoda, I mean, Yoda was still around. Oh, well, not to that point. Right. Yoda was already dead by that by that point. Yeah, Yoda. Yoda's bit, yeah. yeah, Yoda bit the dust already. But at that, you have to think at that point she knows Luke, right? So like they're discovering together. Which brings us to our segue, right? And it's what I brought up. It's a uh, man. It's crazy because I I saw this like was it when, when did I text you that it was like Sunday, right? I think so. Yeah, it was like Sunday. Yeah, um, and 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 I was talking about how they built that the the veil of the force and that you know inner dimension that right. intertwines all time and space within the force, and and how I thought that you know Defloni knowing what was going on actually built a, a, a you know a countermeasure yeah, for contingency a contingency for for the Star Wars universe. Um, and again, take this with a grain of salt. That was my opinion back with last Thursday when we when we recorded. It's on recording. Yeah, so we recorded last Thursday. The podcast was posted Thursday night. 
uh, the video version was post was posted Sunday morning. Um, so, but uh, so after I posted the video, and I I didn't see this until like uh, it was like Sunday night when I texted you, right? Um, so there's this channel uh, called DVD Overlord, and there's a uh, um, which basically uh, there's a character in the channel. Uh, that does this like movie news thing. Um, I'm not gonna say the name of the character because it's not not work safe and not not, uh, not PG. Uh, like I, like we like to uh, keep our podcast, but um, but if you want to check out the channel, just go ahead and check it out. DVD Overlord, um, and 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 he brings up exactly the same thing that I said on the on the last show that. They're 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 actively at Lucasfilm. There's a, a a a group of people that are actively looking into using that to make the 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 Ray trilogy uh, an alternate timeline. Um, I and, and again, I believe it. I believe it. Um, the video came out, I think the same day we recorded, which is nuts. Cause I had, I didn't have any sense seeing the video. I, I'm telling you guys, I didn't see the video. I, I saw the episode and we, we just talked about it. Um, so I, I saw that video Sunday night and, and I texted it to you. It was like, dude, we were just talking about this on the last show and, and how they, they actually like build a contingency and, and, and how they're probably going to try and, and, and use this to bring Luke and, and the other characters back so they can redo what was done with, uh, with the characters on, uh, on the Ray trilogy and that Kathleen Kennedy is pushing back against uh, this plan. So, I mean, I believe that's happening. <clears throat> uh, I believe that's happening. Uh, he's saying that he has a, a source uh, within Lucasfilm, that's that's feeding him the info. Uh, then uh, he posted another video uh, this week, Joel. I don't think I texted it to you, uh, but he posted a video. I think it was like Tuesday this week. It was like either Monday, Tuesday, uh, as with a with a follow up, and he said that he he's got two more people from inside Lucasfilm that reached out to him, confirming the info that that they're going to basically use the veil of the force to bring Luke and uh, basically like, like half Palpatine, like the, the, the thing that they want to do, right. Uh, apparently, allegedly, um, because this is all rumors is that um, when Palpatine fell through the uh, reactor shaft, um, he, he's, he was able to open up a, uh, a portal into the veil because he already had a, a, a right, way he, to, ac- uh, he could access it. Right, he could. So, yeah. So, um, so he he created a a a, a mirror, you know, a, a portal, got into the veil, but got stuck in got stuck in the veil because he was already, uh, you know, hurt from the the Vader attack. Uh, he died inside the veil of the force, so he doesn't come back basically. Um, they're saying now that uh, the same room that Ray went to get the Sith uh, again, the, the not holocron, that's <laughs> what we've been calling it. Um, that that room when when she sees the the you know dark 
sight ray that's basically a mirror that Palpatine had that was the mirror that he was using to access the Veil of the Force in Rebels. So now they're they're going to use that into like, you know, so someone found the mirror and it's able to access the veil and therefore change it. So um, what apparently is gonna is gonna happen is going to be basically they're going to keep going with the Ahsoka stuff and um, and they're gonna like recast Luke. Like they're gonna recast the crew, basically, and and they're going to make um, the 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 Ray trilogy uh, an alternate timeline. That's that's the rumor, and Kathleen Kennedy's fighting against it. I'm, I don't doubt it, um, but you know, it's it's out there. I, I mean. <laughs> I'll tell you guys I didn't see the videos before I talked about it last week. But it was it was like, dude, it was like everything I said about Dave Filoni and him building a contingency into this thing, it's nuts, dude. I I, I don't know. What do you think? So here's the thing about the idea of using the veil, this force veil to kind of um I'm it's not I don't want to say like reset but reshuffle things like at that point, you're not just looking at, and I think you, you know this, but like, I'm just saying to our listeners, like at that point, like you're not just, you're not just changing things or, or, or protecting yourself from the sequels. Now anything in star Wars can be touched so that we're talking prequels. We're talking the original trilogy and of course the sequels. That's because what we that talked about when touches everything. Exactly. That's what we talked about last week that you, right. could, you could, you could potentially even change Anakin's fate. Right. Like um, order 66 think, maybe doesn't happen because you go in and, and change things. Yeah. I don't think that, I don't think they'll go that far into changing the canon. But that's my point. I think though about like the, they're like I and I'm I'm sure if if this is all true, I, I would have to imagine. I mean, Lucasfilm has such a wealth of stuff uh, in their universe. Like I'd have to imagine somebody's thinking of. So how do we protect ourselves from saying like hey, we can and can't touch this? Like we have to now create rules for this force veil. Like because it's only been mm-hmm. tapped into, but there but we don't know we don't know enough about it. And so Full this extent, is the moment yeah. to establish that mythology of what can and cannot be right. And I'm and, and you have to give a good enough reason. You can't just say the force stops us from touching these moments like that. You can't just do that. I'm because I'm, that's magic, cause someone because someone's gonna be like, <laughs> that's convenient. You know what I mean? Like, it's, like you yeah. have to say you, there has to be some type of a, 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 another point to it, right? Like, hey, you touch this literally, and you don't even exist. And if you don't exist, and that doesn't exist, and everything collapses, right? Like there has to be some kind of like okay, like these are d- definitive untouchable things. But um, in order for you to not, again, if, that, if you're, if you're not going to do that, then why even entertain the veil at that point? Just pretend like all Star Wars never existed and just start clean slate now. That's not going to happen. So I think that that's why, like, obviously, like your point, like you use it more as a contingency, use it as that safety net. Yeah. Um, do I believe this? Half and half, man. I'm, I would say I'm 50-50 on this because yeah. it's, it makes so much sense that it's, I can't dismiss it. Like, I can't dismiss it because it makes so much sense. 
what you've said. Then we were hearing this from this other thing, but I don't know this other guy from Adam, but it's just interesting that like I, you hear something, like, you have to take this stuff seriously because there's been a lot of smoke coming from Lucasfilm. So it wouldn't surprise me people starting to put out stuff yeah. that they're like, Hey, I, I'm in the office. I hear this stuff. But, um, you know, if it is true, there is by no way this is going to happen under Kathleen Kennedy's rule, if that makes any sense. Like, like she, of course she would not want this. We're talking about the lady who, who debted a, a, a pre previously fully built out. This is not me just coming up with stuff. This is real. Disney Imagineers talking about, they literally had an entire plan to make Galaxy's Edge Tatooine. Like it was, it was done. There's literally like designs locked away. And she steps in and says, no, this that's is why I got delayed. We don't want it to be tattooed. We want it to be something completely different that ties into the new movies only. Dude, will, like, it, will, it, will it shock you to know? And I, I'm not under, uh, under any kind of NDA, um, but will it shock you to know that back in 2008 when I worked at Disney, um, we, I, was, I was in a sales training at, uh, at the Contemporary. And they um in in the room next door we were in uh in one of in the convention center in one of the rooms in the convention center uh and and uh it was like a three-day training i think and uh, on the second day of training there was uh uh one of our manager one of our managers come in and said it's like hey so uh just so you guys know i know i know this is like a fun training thing that we're doing uh you know we'll we'll try to today we're, we're trying to keep it down uh, Jay Rosulo is in the room next door uh, and he's having, you know, an executive meeting with, uh, with Imagineers. So when we went out to lunch that day, um, and I'm, I'm telling you, this is probably like 2008, right? 2008. It's crazy, man. I never heard this er- story from you. Maybe early 2009. Um, so we went out to, to lunch. Lunch was out in the uh, hallway, basically like a buffet thing that they did for us. Very nice. Um, <clears throat> And uh, and they had the meeting had already concluded, right? Uh, the room was open, um, but there was no one in the room. Dude, we went in the room. Guess what was in that room? It was Star Wars, Tatooine, and and the Toy Story Land for Hollywood Studios. And I'm telling you, this is like 2008, like either late 2008, early 2009, probably. Yep. Yeah, man. Yep, and they were pitching. They were pitching the original like like ideas for it, and that's why Jay Rosulo was there. Jay Rosulo at the time uh, was in charge of Parks and Resorts. Um, wow. Yep. See, I I don't even need to say any more about it because that's proof enough right there. Man himself telling us. Yeah, I'm, t- I'm not under NDA. I haven't worked for Disney in, in over ten years, I mean, so again, I'm clear. clean. I'm clean. <laughs> I can I can do it. And clearly, that's the that's the thing, right? Like those plans existed. Like the yeah. plans for the Death Star existed. Yeah. Like it, I mean, the Falcon was there. That's the that's the only thing they kept was the Falcon. Wow. But everything else was Tatooine because the uh, what they wanted to do was basically uh, just branch off the existing uh, was the Tatooine Traders, the the shop next to Star mm-hmm. Tours. They wanted to just branch off of that. And go into into the the tattooing thing, yeah, and that was before the acquisition. 
Exactly, which means that they were already talking. They were talking about it this for years, dude. Oh yeah, like that's yeah. thing. Disney doesn't just come up in like a matter of two months. Like, oh, oh yeah, yeah. like come no, on. this they plan stuff for. They're planning stuff right yeah. now for 2030. Oh, absolutely, absolutely. Well, now, now I don't know. I mean, I, I went to Disney Springs yesterday, and uh, uh, it was quite jarring. Um, like it, re- it reminded me a lot of uh, back in in again '09 uh, when. Um, uh, when when the economy uh, was was in really rough shape and uh, and there was like no one flying into the area, so it just really reminded me of that. Uh, on the on the bright side, it's like uh, all these uh, uh, you know anti maskers anti maskers are not coming in, bro, and uh, yeah. and I'm happy about that. So yep. so I'm good. Uh, I was which by the way I was able to grab one of their Star Wars face masks yesterday, so. That's so, what's up. Dude. So pretty good, pretty good. Uh, but yeah, we we went a little bit over on that. But I really wanted to talk about um, what uh, DVD Overlord um, had to say, and just going back to last week because, like, it, it just makes too much sense. It's one of those things, yeah. right? Yeah. Uh, but at the same time, like you said, I don't know if this is gonna. This is probably not gonna fly ever with under under Kennedy's belt. So if uh, it we'll does, see. it'll have to be a change of the of the the head. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, I watched that second episode of uh, the Mandalorian uh, making of thing that they that they did. Oh, the great second episode. Yeah, that that second episode with uh, with Filoni and the the great monologue it was awesome. So, uh, yeah, which Kevin Kennedy was in that episode, and mm-hmm. I don't think she really understands Star Wars that much. To be honest with you, it just <sighs> yeah, yeah. Um, you know. Well, we'll just leave it there, and uh, and we'll see what happens. Hope for the best. That Taika Waititi thing has me really excited. That could be it. Is this the one with balls big enough to pull it off? <laughs> Taika would be the guy that he would just come in and be like, okay, sure, reset. <laughs> What's Luke? Oh, let's grab Luke out of this thing. Hey. Oh, Sebastian Stan, you want to play Luke? Sebastian Stan, you want to play Luke? Sure. Yeah, exactly. Um um, you know the guy that played uh, uh, on Solo on Solo. It's probably still around looking for work. Ah, you can bring him back. He's, he, was, <laughs> he was fine. He was fine. Uh, he, I think it was a uh, he was a victim of uh, the uh, production politics that were going on. Yeah, probably that were that were going around uh, that that movie. But yeah, man, um, pretty pretty interesting stuff. Um, we're not gonna bum you out just yet, uh, <laughs> uh, but Joel, tell us what uh, what DC has in store and some rumors about the Batman coming back. Absolutely, um, I'll I'll uh, I'll go ahead and tell us about first the DC fandom event that's coming out. Um, so we didn't cover it last week; uh, just we had a bunch of stuff to cover. But I thought I'd talk about this week, and I think it's gonna tie in pretty well into. Um, the next main story here but basically there's going to be a dc fandom event it had been rumored for a bit that in early an earlier june um, about that dc was going to be putting together an online event that would kind of uh, take place and, and cover all the stuff that they had originally planned to do at comic-con but now bring it virtually they were internally discussing the stuff at the dc uh, headquarters and so they put together this dc fandom fandom events that they're calling it uh, and really it's just going to be an online thing where you're going to have different universes that you can uh, explore 
they've not fully explained how it's going to work. Like, is it, is it, it's probably just going to be a website that has, um, you know, each page kind of has, it's, it's basically its own universe and each page will have each of these interactive things going on. Some will be just videos. Other things will be actual interactive parts. Um, you know, they, they've even talked about, so I'll, I'll first go through the different universes. The first one is a DC watch universe. Um, that's just going to be kind of like they're, they're, um, they're behind the scenes with their films and, and TV and games. Right. And that's going to be like the, the main kind of, um, like Comic-Con Hall H kind of style stuff that they're going to be having going on there. Uh, rumors are that we're going to see our first footage for the suicide squad. Um, there's, there's some type of thing that's, that's that, that they put together originally for Comic-Con that they're going to actually put online there. So that's going to be pretty cool. Um, that's James, the James Gunn stuff. And then we'll probably also get another little look at the Batman with, uh, uh, with Robert Pattinson and see what, what's going on there. Th that restarted uh, production, right? So I had heard originally they did restart. And then with the news that we'll talk about afterwards, supposedly they actually have only doing like they've picked up production, but they've not actually started filming like production like yet. So I don't, I don't, I'm not sure. Basically it's, it's in the works now coming back alive. Uh, if, whether they have or haven't started filming, I'm not exactly sure. Um, and then you start getting into the, uh, well, first of all, the DC watch uh, verse, one of the last things that they also talked about, I talked about the two movies, but also uh, games. There's the rumors that they're going to show the two games that open. I have talked about beforehand, uh, another uh, uh, WB games, um, uh, Batman game and a suicide squad game. That's going to be coming. So the Batman game is supposed to be supposed to be done by Montreal and then Rocksteady It's supposedly working on the suicide squad game, right? So those we should see both of those and this is all all this event is going to be coming up in August. It is August August 22nd uh, so we'll see how that fully goes. Um, they have other universes. They got the U universe, whether it's going to be like almost like the cosplay and stuff that the fans do. They'll, they'll show stuff online. You got the kids universe. It's going to be a bunch of different videos and stuff for kids and games for kids to play. Uh, Disney insider. Uh, it's going to be like very heavy on the comic with comic book artists and then DC fun verse. Now this is pretty cool because like, just like how, um, you know, there's been, uh, physical activations at comic-con where you can walk through rooms and stuff like they're gonna actually bring it online and, and bring some experiences that you would have maybe done in person that you're gonna actually experience virtually so i like the idea i feel like they really put a lot of thought behind this and they're not restricting themselves like they're going hard on this and, and i'm very impressed and very happy with that they could have easily just resorted to just whatever comic-con's gonna be doing virtually themselves and just say we'll have like one video whatever go out there and this is what we're doing and that's it but instead they're just putting together this nice event so i think that's gonna be pretty exciting and, and i'll definitely be tuning in from home what do you think obed uh <clears throat> interesting yeah well we'll see what comes out at least uh i, I can't wait to see at least a a, a teaser for the batman and yeah. uh and it, it sounds like suicide squad is it's pretty far along from uh from what we've heard so supposedly it's edit it's being edited from home james gunn on twitter was saying that it's not like the the quarantine is not like affected anything aside like good. they can still work from home editing it so that's yeah. good yeah, because uh, um, filming was pretty quick on that movie. Yeah. Uh, it lo looks like it was very efficient. So, uh, yeah, yeah, that's, that's interesting to see. Uh, one thing to note, Joel, is that I, uh, I there was rumors last week floating around that uh, the WB may be looking into selling WB games. So, oh, really? Yeah. So I don't know. Uh, supposedly, uh, Ubisoft. 
uh, was interested because they're based out of Montreal and, uh, you know, well, not Ubisoft, but they have a pretty big studio in Montreal. So apparently they were very interested in, uh, in, in actually acquiring it. Um, there was rumors of EA, but I, I doubt it just because of like, I, I doubt it, man, because of uh, how EA really like treats others. <laughs> acquired studios so um and and they're not gonna they're not gonna let um you know um i mean wb has screwed up here and there as well it's not that they're you know 100 percent uh unscathed so uh but but i think ubisoft would be a a better fit for the kinds of games that these guys are are doing you know rocksteady being one of their studios uh and, and, you know, uh, the, the Mortal Kombat guys and, and all these guys that uh, work in WB Montreal and all, you know, the studio that, that works in Montreal. So that could be interesting. I don't know uh, if there's anything else that's been uh, that's been added. Uh, it was just floating around last week. So, yeah, I, I believe it. I, I could see that. Yeah. Um, and yeah, go ahead. man. No, you're good. I mean, so the, I mean, so this now the multiverse that they're really hyping up. They're calling it the multiverse, this fandom event. Now we're really starting to see what a multiverse uh, means to DC as news has come out this week that Michael Keaton uh, is in talks to return as Bruce Wayne Batman uh, for the Flash movie that is going to be coming out in 2022, if I'm not mistaken. Joel still says that it's not going to happen. Okay. So here's here. Okay. (laughs) Okay. 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 (laughs) <laughs> what let me i'll phrase it to you this way when when you watch man of steel and then you watch batman versus superman do you believe batman versus superman is man of steel 2 or it's a separate thing it's a separate thing that's exactly what i feel this movie's become it went from being a flash movie and i'm not saying the flash won't be a lead up for the movie Into a but the moment movie? you put any Batman, Batman in crutches, Batman in a wheelchair, Batman, old Batman, in, old Batman, Batman in the hospital. You you put old man, ba- Batman, old, baby <laughs> Batman. You know what I'm saying? Like the moment you put Batman in this movie, <laughs> I'm about to clip this. The moment you put Batman in a movie, like of course now this movie is not going to just be like, oh, it's the Flash movie and Batman's in the background. No. Not only did you just not put any Batman in, you put Michael Keaton's Batman in there, which there's so many different, of course, iterations of Batman, but there are many people, especially people um, that we're talking about, you know, that, that, that they're right now saying from, from certain generations, I'll say that, that that's their Batman, right? Like this, yeah. that's, they'll say Keaton is the best Batman for them. That was their Batman. And I get that. Right. Like I, I respect that. It is arguably uh, one of the best Batman actors uh, that we've seen. So the moment you put this guy in, even though it's been 30 years or whatever, this is, uh, this movie is no longer a flash movie. It's, it's, it's now something else. This is, is what, is what I would say. Will we ever see a flash movie? Um, not, <laughs> not anytime soon. <laughs> I, I still don't believe it, man. I still don't believe it, but uh, this movie has changed. And I think that they knew that they had to change it because there's been a lot of issues going on creatively. I'm very happy, though, to see this news. I think it's cool. I think it's a cool way to connect now um, and, and branch out and, and 
and cause more opportunity for them to not um, throw away some older iterations of things because there's things that they can't visit, right? Like Ben Affleck's Batman's not going to come back. Like that's, it's, that's, yeah, I mean, done. like yeah, yeah. it's, so it's done. Right. But like, there's other people who do want to come back. So having that ability to interconnect and say, now we're in a multiverse that's safe. So could this be what, uh, could this be a dream scenario, Joe? Um, because there's always been rumors or not rumors, but fans have always wanted uh, a Batman Beyond movie where Michael <laughs> Keaton plays old Bruce Wayne. So that's a great point, dude. And I've actually seen, so one, the original reporter that broke this news, I watched a whole live video with him. And he was saying that like he would compare the script, the early script for this, to being somewhat of a Batman Beyond-ish feeling to it. Yep. Like you've got like this old Batman kind of like mentoring this young Flash. So it does plant the seeds. Like it now it opens that opportunity. So totally, man. Yeah, yeah. Oh, it's. Uh, I think it's. Uh, it's. Uh, it's. It's due. The time is ripe. Yeah. And uh, they they should go ahead and. And, and and do that because a lot of uh, like 90s kids are looking oh, forward I love to Batman Beyond. Batman Beyond. Dude, oh, Batman yeah. Beyond was the best. Oh, That's I love great. Batman Beyond. Like Batman, yeah, dude. And, and I gotta say, like, um, so Shway. So, so, <laughs> so Batman Beyond came out when, uh, well, it was, it was like 99. Mm hmm. Yeah, because I, I I was already I was already older when it came out. Um, so by by then the only thing that that really grabbed me was like, you know, Dragon Ball Z and and Gundam and, you know, I have moved on, uh, to to you know other things, uh, you know I still kept you know I still watch my, you know, Animaniacs whenever it was on TV because Animaniacs is just freaking genius. Like there's no going around it, right? Um, and, um, but, but when beyond came out, I was like, oh, this looks pretty interesting. I'll watch it. It was fantastic. Sucks you in. It was fantastic, oh, yeah. dude. Um, and then they came up with that, the Batman series that that first season was so good. And then it just went to trash. I don't know what happened. I don't know what happened. Yeah. But that first season was really good. Uh, and I really like that first season of that show. After that, it's just not good. Um, but Beyond was so good, dude, from like beginning to end. It's fantastic. So. so, I mean, but that's, I think that's like, the, we're talking about possibilities. Like, okay, why does it hurt at all? Like, even if you, you do or don't visit it, but like leave the opportunity, leave that door open when this movie comes out that at some point, you know, like, Michael Keane's Bruce Wayne is just like, I've been watching this Terry guy or like keep an eye on this Terry kid or something like that would be just, or, no, or, we don't yeah. even see him, yeah. but like, yeah. do see Terry be totally awesome. But or, like, or you, or you end the movie with the flash going back to like his timeline or wherever. Right. Yeah. And, and Bruce Wayne goes like, I, I think it's time to look for a successor. And, and then you end the movie there. You can just end it. You can just yeah. end the movie right there. And, and then, you know, just leave it open. Uh, so, yeah. So there's a lot. Yeah. And there's a lot of people that are that have heard the news and they're like, oh, it's 
this is not Bruce Wayne. He's going to be different. It's not going to be the same thing for the old movies. He's going to be Thomas Wayne and all this. Nah, Which is what the, the Flashpoint comics, I get it. Yeah. But this is this like you have to understand the reason that this whole deal was is, is being put together is not because they're trying to honor a comic book. This is trying <laughs> to make they're trying to make some cash, bro. Like they're trying to get some money and they know that people like us and the people who are the casuals, the people who uh, don't know what Flashpoint is, who have no idea what those comics are. You tell them Flashpoint and Thomas Wayne, they don't care. But the moment you say Michael Keane's Batman and that's what we're seeing, a ripple effect of all positively to that news. That's all they need. That's what they want. That's what DC needs right now. So, so- so we, we yeah. yeah, absolutely. And and we've talked about it in the past where um, it looks like ever since the uh, AT&T acquisition of WB, um, they are listening to the fans. And, yes. and we talked about that, how important that is to Marvel and, and how DC is now, you know, basically going out there and getting fan feedback and all this stuff. And that's what, you know, what we talked about, like, this is what Star Wars needs. They need to listen to their fans. Um, it's important. And it's very, very important that you connect with your fan base. Um, because just because I'm a fan of, you know, something, just because I'm a fan of X basketball team, right? Uh, that that doesn't mean that if they bring in a trash player, and it's like, why well, they're not listening to their fans, you know? People will say it's people are gonna say something. They're not gonna yeah. just they're not gonna just take it and just be like, okay, whatever. People are not people are gonna respond. There's 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 a exactly. you know a knee jerk reaction. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I mean, granted that there's like different things that you can do, but at the same time, you know, I'm just bringing. I'm just I'm just trying to to make an analogy here. But but, but no, yeah. but like looking at it, does this not feel like this is something Kevin Feige would do? Like this feels like something that like it's I could power move. Marvel have done. Yeah, you know where they were like, "Let's bring it, let's go for it." Why not? Yeah, so like, like, yeah, it's exciting. <laughs> this is this is <laughs> this is like uh, like Marvel going out of their way and like like this is again like the Spider Man scenario that we've talked right. about in the past, right? Uh, you know, what if they do a multiverse with Tobey Maguire and Andrew Garfield? Yeah, it and, sounds like it's gonna happen. Kid. So, I mean, it's yeah, I mean, there's it's possibility, um, you know. If you would just wanna, if you just wanna go, go even you know back into the '90s, it's like, what if, you know, you want to bring the 1990 Captain America, you know, to a movie? I don't know, you know, right? Uh, you know, get out of your way and try and do these things. Uh, I'm actually trying to think of. 90 superhero movies and other than the batman movies there's like none dude it's nuts no, no. and that was the thing it was the it was batman dry. it was the batman movies that ended superheroes on the big screen for a good couple of years it was x-men that really brought it back they, in the 2000s yeah yeah like superman started it superman ended itself then batman <laughs> brought it back batman ended it again <laughs> and then uh probably x-men X-Men brought us back, yeah. Yeah, and then X-Men brought it back, yeah. And after that, yeah. yeah. By the way, speaking of crazy movies, uh, this is a side thing. Fantastic Four is on Disney Plus. Don't watch it. Four Stick, yeah. I was going to text you because I saw it. I was like, I know you might have that like, don't do it. No. Don't do it, man. Don't give in. Don't give in to hate. Don't give in to hate. <laughs> <laughs> it wants you. Wants to lure you in. Don't do it. Uh, 
No. Ah, <laughs> uh, man. Okay, not even for free, right? Not even for, dude. I won't watch it. <laughs> I mean, it's not free. I'm paying for the service. So. <laughs> wow. Okay. Yeah, I saw. I saw that they put it on there. So I was like, that's so weird of all movies, but don't yeah, do it. Yeah, yeah. Fans very, listening, don't do it. Very interesting. Um, but yeah, yeah, pretty good stuff from uh, uh, from from DC there. So hopefully uh, they can uh, you know bring it and uh, and, uh, and and they'll be in a in a better uh, in a better place to compete because that's that's good. Um, going into Marvel and and gaming of sorts, uh, we had uh, an extended look into the uh the avengers game that's coming out yeah in august um joel that game looks real good now they've taken some time to looks like polish it up yep look looks nice looks good um i like that it's basically it's basically destiny avengers yeah uh you know when you when you start watching like the oh yeah you can earn these things and how rare is this thing and you can put it on and have a have it had a different effect on your weapons and and your loadout and then uh and then you can buy different ones if you want to so uh it's basically destiny avengers um i like that they actually like spread out the 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 story missions and uh it looks like in a, in a very like character focused way i really like that um Black Widow doesn't look weird anymore. Um, I think that for the most part, they really like, yeah, like they, they really polished it up. Uh, one thing that's not clear, Joel, is that uh, I don't know if the footage we saw was PS4 or PS5 because they did say that the game yeah. is going to be optimized for next gen. Um, there are some PS5 screenshots that they put out there. I don't know if mm -hmm. you've seen those. Mm -hmm. um, and they, they, I mean, they look real nice because it's like, it's, you know, ray tracing. So when when Thor's doing the lightning thing, it just looks really cool. And you know, the Iron Man suit and the reflections on it and all that. So all that looks really sick. Uh, but yeah, man, I I I saw the the gameplay demo, and I haven't talked to you about it until until I until now. So mm -hmm. I want to get your impressions because this is one that we were on the fence, and then you saw it behind the scenes last year. Mm -hmm. um, but what do you think, dude? Yeah, that my first instinct was, wow, this looks like it. They've they've actually taken some time to to polish it up. They've taken some time to to really expand um, the actual gameplay because we got a very, I mean, like we got a, a a lengthy, like we actually had gameplay that we saw right for it, uh, and obviously it's, it's it's all out there from the from that one main demo. But like, you know, like you you still don't. Um, get a sense of like how it's going to come together from a co-op standpoint. Cause that was one of the biggest things that, um, that was also being talked about as a, as a, as a feature for this game. So we got a little bit of a glimpse of that in the gameplay here. And then, uh, I love the, the, the character models, some, some of the uh, opportunities to have them in different uh, appearances, like seeing Thor, like in his, you know, t-shirt, he's got his man bun up and he's just it's like my, Hi, my name is uh, yeah. Doctor. You know whatever. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah I love that. Modok being in the game as well. well yeah, confirmed that he's like one. the main villain. Yeah, yeah, that was a big one. So I, I like that that reveal. No, I'm totally, totally um, game now. Like, and actually have I actually have like excitement behind it where I had a lot of mystery and concern. <clears throat> and I was like, yep. 
you know, like I, I more than likely was going to get the game just because of the IP, but I wasn't as enthusiastic about it. Now at least yeah. I have the the feeling that like I'll I'll probably have a good time with it. But I hope it's I hope it's not uh, broken when it comes out. I hope it runs well, and we'll have to find out, right? Yeah, yeah, you were a little bit on the fence even even after the closed doors thing you saw at, at yeah. Comic Con. Um, but you know, I, I've been I've been cautiously optimistic. Uh, but this one just like made it made it for me. Uh, this yeah. like they they delayed the game because the game was supposed to be out already. It was coming out April, right or May? Right, right. It was um, be, I thought it was yeah. It was like May, early May, and uh, and they looks like they they really put uh, the effort into making the game compatible with next gen and and making it look way better than it looked before. Like even the because we, we saw part of uh, Thor gameplay. Um and and even that looked like substantially looks better. better. Yeah, yeah. So they they've put again listening to your fans and listening to feedback, dude. These things are very important. I really, I I really don't know why Lucasfilm just doesn't want to listen to anyone. It's baffles me. Anyway, uh, yeah, looks pretty good. Looks pretty good. Uh, I'm looking forward to um. Uh, checking out those reviews this may be a game that uh that i I may i may get toward like the end of year thing oh which by the way uh the story that i had that i told you before we started recording yes playstation uh, i had a story a playstation story for you so so two weeks ago during the like the the days of play or whatever right Mm -hmm. i went ahead and and uh and um uh re-upped re-upped my ps plus right right so, so I'm checking my email. Uh, so I get, I get my, I had, I had a, um, always have an alert on my phone to remind me the day before PS plus goes, uh, uh, auto renews just so I can keep an eye on the transaction. Right. Um, so the alert went off on my phone yesterday. Uh, it was yesterday morning or uh, let me see. I, I want to make sure. Yep. It went up yesterday morning, like PS plus uh, uh, thing renews tomorrow. I was like, oh, okay, it renews tomorrow. I'll already re- renewed it and, and whatnot. Right. So I checked my email on my phone and I get an email from PlayStation yesterday. It's like coincidentally, right? And and the email said it's like we hope that you're enjoying your PlayStation Now subscription. And I was like, hold up. So I went back to the email, the the transaction email, dude. I subscribed to PlayStation Now instead of re-upping my PS Plus. <laughs> So, were are you in a fail safe where you could cancel it, or like you have to get a month of it at least? So, so I so I opened a ticket with PlayStation yesterday morning. Uh, they were not open yet; like their support was not open yet because uh, their support's working from home. Um, so I opened a ticket. I talked to the to the robot. The robot opens the ticket for me. I tried for a half hour, dude. Like call, hang up, call hang up because there was no one of the, that was not transferring me to anyone because everyone's working from home. So these guys are like late. Right. So, 
So I was gonna like, oh man, I was like, I, I want to see what I can do here because I, I just, I don't want PS now. I'm not gonna use it. I was like, if I'm, to be honest with you, I would rather keep the the Game Pass on PC than get PS now. Wow, straight up, straight up, dude. So, um, so I finally get someone right, and uh, you know, give him my info and and and. I tell him, it's like, listen, so here's what happened, right? I, I was trying to re-up my, uh, my PS Plus manually uh, because of the days of play. Um, but I ended up picking PlayStation Now because your website was funky and it wasn't giving me, like, my option to view my subscriptions. It was saying no subscriptions available. And it's like, oh, that's weird. It's like, yeah, your website was not telling me anything. So I went ahead and and, and grabbed the one uh, quote unquote on sale. So, dude, and, and and I was like, I didn't know I had it until this morning. So I haven't even like downloaded the app to do anything with it. And it's like, okay, so, all right. So when was the, you know, we got the info. So when was the transaction? Okay, and then uh, and how much do you what's the amount? Okay, um, give me a couple of minutes. I'll be right back. And uh, he puts me on hold for like a minute, right? Uh, and comes back. It's like okay, um, I gotta wait for a couple things. So you know, and then he just started doing like small talks. So you played a lot of games, and and then you know, it, 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 we talk, are you excited about PS Five and? And all that stuff, right? And I and I told us like, yeah, I'm excited for PS5. I was like, I don't. It's like I'm not gonna pick it up this year because you know, I, I'm gonna let the the people beta test it for me, and I'll get I'll get it later. I usually wait. He told us support this. <laughs> yeah, dude. It's <laughs> like, and he's like, dude, me too, man. I usually wait wait like six months at least to get new stuff because because you never know what's gonna happen. And it's like, yeah, man. So, this call is being recorded by. <laughs> Yo, it was recorded for quality purposes. Uh, <laughs> so, uh, and and we started talking about uh, you know uh, working from home and 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 whatnot. It's like, oh yeah, so like PlayStation, like they had all all their support basically like work from home. And I was like, and you know, told, oh, so working from home too, and all this stuff. Um, and and we just started like making small talk about about games and whatnot. That's cool. Um, but it's like, oh, give me give me one second. I'll be right back. So he pulls me on hold for like a minute. It's like, oh, okay, so we'll we'll go ahead and give you a refund for the uh, for the PS now, and and your PS Plus is set to auto renew tomorrow. So you'll see that, and then and then we'll take off the the PS now. I was like like half hour later, I get an email confirmation, and then I didn't see PS now on my account anymore. So they they fixed it. Uh, so yeah. <laughs> dude that's crazy it's nuts so i'm i'm pissed that i had to pay full price for ps plus though yeah but but at least you know i did at least that i didn't have to pay 45 bucks for something that i'm probably so, not gonna use and the other half of it is i don't know if you've heard this obed i don't know what the validity behind it but i had heard something along the lines that it's being rumored that ps now is going to be bundled into ps plus with next gen maybe <clears throat> So that maybe, that would be interesting for especially yeah. from a backwards compatibility standpoint, right? Like you can replay old games. Yeah, maybe to compete with uh with Game Pass, because uh, okay. uh, because Game Pass is, I mean, it's a pretty good deal. So yeah. yeah. Uh, but yeah, that was that was my story. Um, 
<clears throat> Joe, IGN, we've we talked about uh, talked about it a, a few times. There's a few personalities that I that I like. A few that I that I personally don't like that are no longer there. Most of them. So, uh, but what's interesting out of all of this, right? Joe, uh, so IGN is on the it's in it's in the news uh, not for the not for the right purposes, but uh, uh, it was uncovered that uh, two of uh, uh, two of uh, of the <clears throat> you know executive editors at at uh, at IGN, Tal Blevins, who was one of the co-founders of uh, IGN sixty four back in the day when when the site started. Uh, and Steve Butts, where uh, had a pattern of uh, abusive behavior towards employees, and uh, you know pushing employees to not make the right ethical decisions and all this. So this all came to light this week, uh, <clears throat> which is disconcerting because you, at me as as a, someone um, you know from the outside looking in, right, uh, and I have my opinions about this, and I and, I, and I'll you know. I'll talk about it, but you know, from the outside looking in, um, I would see IGN as a dream job opportunity. Uh, I know, I know that they don't pay well. They probably make more money than than probably any of them making IGN right now. Uh, you know, which is unfortunate uh, because I, I do something that I that I like, but but you know that that gaming is something that I love. Uh, and, and doing something like that to me would be just a, a, a dream experience and a dream job. Um, little did I know that uh, <laughs> inside uh, was was such a nightmare. Uh, so Mitch Dyer, so Mitch Dyer, I I wasn't a big fan of um, because not everything. A lot of the gaming media and a lot of uh, gaming journalism ha- has been politicized, and and I'm not a big fan of that. Um, yeah, there there's you know think that things that they still need to work on, like representation and diversity and and all this stuff, right? But not every game has to be either a sterile. Uh, Thomas was alone, which by the way is a good, great game. I played it with my daughter; she loved it. It was fantastic. Uh, but not everything has to be that sterile experience. Um, you know, uh, not everything has to be, you know, the last of us do with, you know, when it comes to representation and diversity. Um, I, I'm glad for a game like, like God of War where yeah. they actually showed a responsible dad taking care of his son and showing his son to be better and all this stuff. And it was, you know, Fantastic game. So, so I'm really glad for that game. Um, so Mitch Dyer came out this week and and basically said that uh, they like he was pushed to make uh, a lot of uh, uh, gray ethical decisions while working at IGN. Uh, the biggest one being that uh, when the initial report came out that Amy Hennig was leaving Naughty Dog, um, that it was because there was like an internal power struggle, sort of like what we talk about, the Kathleen Kennedy and Star Wars thing, right? And it was like, oh, there's an internal power struggle and everyone sells you the story, right? 
but in this case, IGN was the only outlet saying that there was an internal power struggle and and things happened within Naughty Dog and all this stuff. Uh, and then we uh, we we heard uh, other people like like Colin Moriarty say, "I was like, ah, you know, I don't know if there's really this power struggle that's going on. I don't, I don't think that's necessarily true. I remember him saying that uh, back then." Um, back when you know there he was on on kind of funny at that time when when all this happened um but uh just looking at like Vince Dyer being the hero it's like someone that i that i was like ah I, i'm not really a big fan of but you know hey you know respect where respect's due bro and uh and just great job on on uh on bringing these guys out um and then after Mitch did it uh Kelly Plaguey, uh she's the reviews editor at GameSpot. Um also someone that I don't necessarily see eye to eye, but you know, I appreciate her opinions. Um came out with another like personal experience. Not that she was made to uh make the 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 uh, you know gray ethical decisions, but Worse than that, uh, it seemed like there was a, a pattern of, you know, uh, harassment uh, towards her. So, um, so I, I, I think that you know, when when you can cross the line when it comes to like work ethics, right? Uh, but when you when you cross that personal line and and you and you make someone miserable, like in her case, uh, then you know, these two douchebags at this point, right? Uh, you know, really don't deserve to be, to be around, uh, and these guys, um, other IGN employees came out saying the same thing. Um, the, uh, the, the, when, uh, uh, the, uh, I can't, I can't remember, but I believe when, when Steve Butts was left, let go, uh, it was, a a male employee that the father complained against him, uh, because of harassment, and uh, there was other IGN employees that came out and said uh, the same thing. Um, before I go into my opinions uh, on everything, Joe, I mean, I, I think it's very clear that that these two guys are, you know, just complete a holes, and there's nothing else to say right about that. Uh, but uh, but talk about just keeping. Um, that uh, that illusion up on IGN. That's nuts. I mean, we could kind of see it when uh, we saw it when when the kind of funny split happened, and and we know um, we we sort of felt that something was happening. Um, so yeah, that's crazy. I mean, uh, before before I go into my opinion, man, what do you think? Yeah, I mean, there's, there's not, there's much to say, but there's not much to say. Like, it's, it seems to be a very clear, clear case of, of what's, what's really going on there when you have this many voices uh, speaking, and, um, you know, it, it's, it's something that has to always be taken seriously. Something that has to be, um, really, um, taken action upon, right? Um, you know, it's always important that there's no excuses when it comes to doing the right thing. Um, and so it's, it's one of those situations where, like you said, you know, it doesn't, doesn't necessarily matter. It doesn't necessarily matter where it comes from of how you might feel about this person as a professional, you know, uh, editor or whatever. Like 
if you're if you're going to be an ally or a foe in these kind of situations, it's important for you to understand like what your responsibility is and speaking up and and, and uh, assisting um, you know reasonable change where it's necessary. So looking at this and knowing that um, IGN is you know, arguably the top, you know, up uh, when it comes to news reporting from a, from a popularity standpoint and, and, uh, you know, and a large exposure, um, like it's important that something like this does have, um, consequences and does have, uh, changes because it affects the entire gaming space. And the last thing we want is that any, the gaming space to be affected to a place where it literally, um, it's like we come to gaming for it to be an escape. We come to gaming to, to enjoy our passions and our joy and just to be in a world of just fun. Like you mentioned, it's something that you love. Right. And like when people are working in this space, it's the same thing. Like these are stuff that that's very near and dear to these people's hearts. And so, um, you know, like I would say it's like, just like any other passion, you know, someone may have, you know, a love for, you know, children and they're like in a missions field or something, helping kids, you know, with education or whatever, right? Like it's like a very sensitive thing. So um, you last thing you want is to hear a story like this where something really bad for so long was going on in such a, 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 you know, a major place. But the good news out of this is, is that it seems like there is uh, justifiable actions that are, that are taking place. We hope that that's uh, all works out in the right right way it's supposed to go and that you know the gaming space as a whole really takes notice and takes watch of it so that way we don't see these stories become a frequent thing in the space yeah um you know what what uh, a lot of the IGN guys uh said after this came out is that they uh, i think butts left in 2018 mm-hmm. when he was fired i remember mm-hmm. uh the, the, they're they're saying that it's 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 gotten better you know there there's still work to be done but they, but it's definitely gotten better um you know uh they did they did you know cross the line when it comes to like like personal attacks like uh in, in the case of, of kaylee and and even uh, and and mitch's uh mitch uh, dyer's uh case where you know he, he needed to renew his visa his work visa because he's canadian and and they didn't let him know he was still going to be around. And why, 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 you know? Um, yeah. Uh, emotional terror as he would, he describes it in, in, in his tweets. Um, uh, it, it's pretty crazy. Uh, you know, uh, here, here's my, my, my opinion on it. Um, I know that we're, we're a little bit over, but um, you know, uh, we we do this this we started this 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 podcast started as a, as a conversation that we had because we we wanted to uh share the things we loved with with everyone uh and just we wanted to have a voice we didn't we're like we're not doing this to to be you know what's up youtube you know hit, you know subscribe and like and leave a comment and turn the you know click on the bell or we don't we don't do it because of that. Uh, we're just two guys that, that we're out here. We want to um, share with everyone uh, the things that we're that we're passionate about, things that we love. So uh, that being said, I know that um, that most of the IGN guys are 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 the same way. 
we saw it when uh, Kind of Funny broke off of IGN. Um, we know that the Colin thing, when he broke off of Kind of Funny, there's some there's stuff that happened. We're not gonna go into that. Um, Joel knows how I feel about about that specific case, um, and um, and and we know that there's there's baggage. Like this didn't happen overnight. There was stuff happening behind the scenes already uh, for a while. So, um, but but when when uh, uh, when you get your like your two main guys leave the company. Um, and they take a producer with them, you know, I, something's going on, something's going on. And, um, and, and I think that, uh, you know, um, I, I want to say that like, I feel awful for the IGN guys that really had to uh, go through all this crap because um, most of those guys that are, that are uh, with IGN, right now um i i like you know most like most of the guys that are you know like you know brian altano and uh damon and uh you know basically the the, the game scoop crew and and then brian and max uh you know I, I like all those guys i think i think they they do a great job and they're very passionate about uh uh you know about you know gaming and nerd culture and all this stuff and and you know, if do you listen to them on the comedy button for other reasons, you know, to Brian Max and uh, you know Scott and, and Ryan, uh, Ryan formerly from IGN, and Scott Bromley, we know it works for Lucasfilm now, and he was formerly IGN, and he basically came up with that that new Jedi challenge show that's on YouTube. So, um, I, I really like those guys. Um, you know, they're funny. They 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 mo most of the time know their stuff i mean I, I i need to learn this right because I, i'm a big like like video game history buff and i i like i like my dates and my specs and all this stuff uh you know most of the time they get they get a lot of stuff wrong and, and that's that's acceptable that's why i like jared petty because he was like me uh but i i love that guy to that so so uh you know really miss him when uh now that he's not in the ign crew but um uh but i i really really enjoyed when when he was around because uh he was just like me just like big you know date and console nerd and um uh, you know i i felt uh a, a kinship towards him so anywho um my opinion is that I know that there is sometimes there's fear uh, of you as a, as an employee, as a, you know, as a bottom of the totem pole kind of person. There's this kind of fear that sometimes uh, we go through when it's time to go against the higher ups. Um, I, I know that most of us have, have been through that. Dude, in the cases that I've been through that and I've been through that, we just straight up quit. Um, you know, that's it's a, it's as simple as that. You know, if 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 you're at a workplace that that you're not comfortable with, um, you know, your your manager is is an a hole and they're making you uh, do gray moral stuff at work, quit. 
find another job. And I know it sounds, it sounds like, well, that sounds very simple. It's like, trust me, it, it is. Because I would rather just leave and, and, and have a, a coworker give me a reference than, than just keep that. Um, I've done it. I've done it twice before, you know, I've done it twice in, in my life where, uh, where I've been really uncomfortable with, uh, with the position that I'm, that I'm put in and, and I quit and, and I've quit jobs without having jobs, dude. And I've, and I've quit jobs when I was like broke, I had no money and I've quit jobs when I was, you know, broke with no money and in debt and I've quit jobs when I had a little bit of money, but my wife was pregnant at the time. I, I quit that job because there was changes that I'm not, I was not going to be a part of. And, and I, and I, then I let that, I left it, you know, I quit that job. And then uh, within, within a week and a half, I was already working. So, you know, uh, and, and I, I quit that job. So just going in, it's like, you can quit that job, right? You can quit that job that you hate, that you feel uncomfortable with, uh, without having a backup plan. It's fine. You know what? It, it's sometimes even better because you can start immediately. You don't have to give two weeks. Just send those a-holes to fly and then just start over. I've done it. We've all, we've all been there. So, uh, you know, my two cents, uh, when it comes to this thing is that if, if you, if you're miserable, not happy with your workplace, you know what, either you either look around or, or you just make that executive decision and you just, uh, you just go with, uh, with, uh, uh, I forgot the name of the movie with a pointing, with a you and you and you, you're cool, you and I'm out. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Um, I forgot the name of the movie. Um, but, you know, sometimes you got to do it. I've done it. And and sometimes you just got to just gotta uh, love yourself. And, and, and you, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm sure that this IGN guys right now, if they like right now, they don't have this problem, right? But back then, they they could have just quit their job and find something new, and and they would have been fine. Yes and no, uh, <laughs> because unfortunately, everyone's situation is different. I'm not gonna right. spend too much yeah. time here, but you are some people that are very uh, well connected in industry, <clears throat> and uh, unfortunately, they face, are. Uh, unfortunately, face. Um, being blacklisted for a time, <laughs> um, you know, after, until the light is is there. So, I mean, that's not everyone's case. Um, but I think the moral of it is, uh, you're never stuck. I, I won't, I won't ever tell you what exactly. to do because every case is case by case. But uh, never feel stuck in life. There's always another way. I learned that's a, a huge life lesson. I tell many Dude. people, young people and old people in general, you're never stuck in life. They'll never get into that place where like I'm stuck. Like there's always another way. Dude, I would rather, like, like uh, if I would be, if I'm miserable at a job, I would rather just find work at, like, Disney World. Like, a ticket taker. I don't care. 
as long as I do something until I land on my feet. But, you know, well, maybe it's just me and being too old, right? And, 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 and having, having gone through, through many experiences, um, maybe that's, that's, the, that's the old man in me. But you know what? Get a career, you know, do a career, career change. Sometimes it just doesn't work. It's never too late to do a career change, dude. So if you're miserable at your job, don't do it. <laughs> just be sure that something else is going to come up. And, and, and I'm sure you'll be fine. So we're still live by. Take risks. If you know what I mean. That's all I got, sir. I don't know if you have anything else, but that was, I, that was, that was, that was a lot, man. That was a lot, but I mean, it's, I'm, I'm glad, uh, glad we could, could uh, hopefully inspire people. Like I said, at the end of the day, don't feel stuck. No, hopefully, absolutely uh, not. hopefully I'm glad that, uh, it seems like what's going on with IGN is somewhat behind them. And it seems like it's going in the right direction. I hope that for many people, because obviously right now it's, uh, we're in a pan, we're in a, <laughs> we're in a health crisis. So, to switch careers is not not the time to do it. So hopefully, uh, hopefully you all yeah. um, you know are, are in a situation where uh, you all are well. And and of course we we hope for a, a better world. And that's the thing. It's like it's not even just the gaming. Absolutely. Space. Of course we don't want we don't want seeing that stuff in the gaming space is is challenging. Unfortunately, it exists in many other places too. Oh, but, absolutely, uh, absolutely. But it's just it's a crazy uh, crazy thing that <clears throat> we we wish would not be a story for many people. But we, we're fortunate. Like like you and I are. Are, are are truly truly fortunate that uh that 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 we um that we have an opportunity like the one we we have at the moment right we don't know what the future will hold um but but i think uh and this is something that i that i always tell to uh you know whenever i had like a uh whenever one of the younger guys or an intern asked me for, for advice at work, <clears throat> I tell them that they are, they're truly fortunate uh, to have that ex work experience at our workplace. And, and I, I'm truly grateful for the, uh, uh, not only the, the company that, that we work with uh, for, but uh, our peers, uh, because I think we, we definitely, have uh, uh, an absolutely outstanding team so you know yeah man yeah for sure guys i hope you are are uh, continue to enjoy and stick with us we've got a lot more great stuff coming i feel like there's gonna be some more news coming for ps5 and other things to talk about we didn't even get time to talk about the the apple stuff so we might have to swap that into next week yeah. but uh Guys, thank you again so much for taking time of your day to watch and listen to us here on Hello Time. We want to encourage you to stay subscribed. Go ahead and subscribe to the uh, podcast version, iTunes, Google Play, SoundCloud, and Spotify. So go ahead and find us on those audio platforms. Or, of course, you can follow us on our video uh, version, which is on YouTube, our YouTube channel. Subscribe there. Like the videos, comment, share, all that good stuff that Obed was mentioning <laughs> that those, those YouTubers do for. Um, of course... <laughs> We encourage you guys to stay follow us on social media. So follow us at no load time. That's at no load time. Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and Twitch. Um, stay subscribed. Stay following us there. So that way, of course, you can see all this information, new episodes drop, and other fun stuff that we like to share on there. 
And of course, uh, we always welcome feedback. Maybe you've been inspired by some of the stuff we talked about today. Maybe you've got uh, an, uh, another question or comment. Uh, we welcome it. So send an email to noloadtime at gmail.com. That's noloadtime at gmail.com. Thank you all again so much. And we look forward to seeing you all on our next episode. Thank you, guys. Stay healthy. Wear your masks. We'll see you again next time.